0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: It's time to break through the barriers of belief and start thinking about things in a whole new way. You can remove the blocks in life to keep you from moving forward, The best part is, you can begin right now. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. In today's program, you will learn proven Mindset Reset practices that you can put into use immediately to change your life. Now, here is Prudence Gensman.
0: Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and I am beyond honored to be with you today I have to tell you that this week's topic, um, I chose the title, When Science Meets Spirit. And um, yeah, I have to tell you, this for me is what Mindset Reset is all about. Um, I'm probably most excited about this topic uh, than, than anything I could talk about Um And part of part of me sharing that with you is for me to share with you a little bit about my story and how really how mindset reset came to be. Um, My background is actually in the field of neuro rehab, and I've spent just about 20 years—I can't even believe how the time flies—working with people who have who have gone through some experience of some real change in their brain, whether it was due to an accident or a stroke or but something neurological has happened to them. And I've had the opportunity to work with them to recreate really the pathways in their brain to really recreate and get their lives back for them. But in the meantime, because that was my day job, in the meantime, for over 25 years, I've been involved in retreats and workshops and seminars. And that was my evenings and weekends, until I had this moment of sitting back and realizing I was living my life in two different ways. I had this day job that I loved, and I loved learning about the brain and how it works. And in the evenings, I I was connecting with myself on this spiritual level and on this on this other level of understanding. And when I brought those two worlds together, I created Mindset Reset, the idea that we can we can embrace the power of our mind and our brain and how it works to really live the life of our dreams, to, to really flourish with those things in our heart that, um, that we really want to connect with, that there's a direct connection with how my thoughts and my desires connect with my chemistry in my brain, that I can literally change what's happening in my brain. And so when science and spirit meet, To me, that's what this, today's show's about and what Mindset Reset for me is all about. When when I've shared about living and finding that purpose and passion for yourself, this is that for me. And because of that, I I want to share with you a little bit as well of how you can be involved with that um, with me, how you can connect with that and begin to use this process in your own life. And one of the easiest ways to do that is to go onto my website, MindsetReset.com. You can sign up there to receive communications from me. I've got a great article on myths about the brain what we used to think, what we now know, what's been changing. You can also find me at, um, on Facebook and my Facebook group, which is Live with Prudence Gensman. And this is a place where we can dialogue and where we can talk, where you can ask the questions that maybe you don't feel comfortable calling in about, where you can get some more information, where you can connect with other people who are asking similar questions. You can also email me at askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Whatever you're feeling, and if you have questions, please reach out. That's the way that we begin to learn and we can share this communication and the dialogue about how we can change our lives. So let's start talking about when science and spirit meet. And for me, actually, the term I think would be when practical science and practical spirit meet. For me, it's the more I can help you to know these little pieces about the brain and the things that that we can do with it, um, we don't need to go into, it doesn't matter if you know what any part of the brain is actually called. It's just knowing and having an understanding of how it is working and what's happening in the, in the background, right? You don't need to know how the computer works in order for, a computer, for you to use a computer, but you know it has a hard drive, and you know it has some pieces in the background that are working, right? So that's what we're going to talk about with the brain. And first, I want to talk about this word neuroplasticity. You might have heard of it. If you've done any reading on the subject, you've seen it time and time again. And I want to talk a little bit and make it more practical. So neuroplasticity is the idea of the nerves, the neuro, and the plasticity or the moldability, the changeability of the nerve. So really we're talking about the change of nerve cells. And what it used to be thought is that once we were born and as we were aging by a certain age, whatever nerve cells we had is the nerve cells we were going to have for the rest of our lives. That was what the thought used to be. And up until that point, that's what was believed. What we know now is that that's not the case. What we know is that anytime we're learning something new, the brain then creates new nerves to try and make the connections so that it can retain the information. So let's talk about that. I want you to think about the nerves in the brain as roads, Think of it as roads and freeways, and some have bridges, some have roundabouts. Think about the nerves connecting throughout the entire brain via a roadway system. Now, you drive to work every morning, and when you're driving to work, chances are, especially if you've been at a job for a while, you don't really have to think too much about the road you're taking, right? You're able to just kind of get on the road, and sometimes you even sort of maybe miss an exit or get to your exit, and you've... Just realize, oh my gosh, I'm about to miss my exit. Because you're just on this well-worn path. Your body knows it. Your mind knows it. You don't have to think about this road, right? So we have the same thing happens with the nerves. We don't have to think about breathing we don't have to think, you know, especially once we're an adult and you're you're moving and walking, you don't have to think about swinging your arms when you walk. You don't have to think about um, feeling hot and cold temperatures. You don't have to think because the body already has all those connections. The, the, the roadway is set. But let's say you're driving to work one day and there's such a traffic jam that you decide that you're going to go a different direction. And... What happens when we do that, think about it, when, when you're going to go a different direction, your mind begins to think, oh, well, let's see. If I take this route, then I have this amount of traffic and I might have more lights, but if I go this other way, I've never really been that other way, but I think there might be a shortcut. You instantly start putting feelers out, right? Soon as you're stuck in a traffic jam, you begin to this process of analyzing all the different ways and places you can go, right? So the same thing happens to the nerves when we're trying something new. So let's say you sit down at a piano to start a piano lesson and you've never played before. Soon as you, the instructor's there with you and you start to look at the sheet music and figure out where your hands are, the brain sends out these messages throughout. The nerves are sending out these messages. Oh, what's going on? Where are my hands? Where is this? Where's, how, how's the easiest way to make this happen? And it sends out a bunch of feelers all throughout the brain to try and figure out what information it needs to know. What am I looking at? What am I hearing? When I push this button with this finger, I hear this coming out of the piano. It's automatically sending out the feelers, just like our feelers go out whenever we are stuck in a traffic jam and we're finding that new roadway. But then what begins to happen is when we first learn something, a lot of feelers go out and the brain starts taking this in. But as we become more familiar so when I have my second piano lesson, I don't have to send out as many feelers in the brain to figure out what's going on. When I have my third piano lesson, if I'm practicing piano every day, if I'm now a piano concerti- con- um, I'm going to say I'm a pianist. How's that? Professional pianist. I don't have to think now about where my fingers are because now it's become now a well-worn path. And I created that by starting piano lesson one. When you're driving in a car and you take a new direction to work. The first time, you really kind of assess everything. The second time, it's a little easier. As you do it a few more times, then it becomes a well-worn path. So what we know is that the nerves in the brain know how to create new connections. With repetition and with practice, the connections become stronger. Now, if you took one piano lesson and never took another piano lesson again, The connection doesn't really stick around very long ask anyone who maybe took a foreign language in high school and then never practiced it again how many words they remember and if they can have a conversation that might be you so you know what I'm talking about Um, or played an instrument I played the cello for six years and for me to pick it up now as it's been 15 plus years since I've played I would have to start again in many aspects now there'll be some motor memory that I would remember in holding the cello and holding a bow, but to read the music again, to to match the what I'm reading with my hands and the coordination would take the time I would have to rebuild those connections again. So this is all really wonderful, and we know how the nerves are connecting in that way, but let's take a little jump, because this is all about the spirit of how how we can build and create this change in our lives, right? I want you to think of something that brings you joy. I want you to think of a person, a place, a situation that when you think of it, you light up. Breathe into that and feel that for a minute. And as you're breathing into that, notice what your body is doing. Maybe you feel it. Like I feel it in my cheeks. My face lights up. I can feel my heart get excited. We know and we have a pathway for what joy feels like, right? Right? You didn't have to go and do the activity. You didn't have to see the person. Just the thought alone, you were able to connect with that well-worn pathway of joy. And in the same way, I want you to think about all the thoughts that ran through your head this morning when you were getting out of bed. Oh, my God, I have to go to work today. Oh, I've got that meeting today. Oh, I can't believe. Oh, my gosh, look how I look in these clothes. Oh, I can't believe that... You know, X, Y, and Z. How many thoughts do you barrage yourself with in the morning that are almost repetitive? Because at the same time, those thoughts are wearing a pathway in our brain. The thought of, I can't do this. I am not enough. Um, What's wrong with me that I don't have a relationship? How come I'm not making enough money? Why aren't I doing the things I want to do in life? That communication that we keep in our head and go over and over and over in the same way has created a nerve path that we don't have to stop and think those thoughts. They come so automatically that sometimes we don't even have awareness that we're doing it. It becomes unconscious, subconscious. So what I find is important, what Mindset Reset really is about, is us taking a look at what are those thoughts that you really just don't want to be roaming in your head anymore. Those thoughts that say, I can't. The thoughts that say, I'm not enough. The thoughts that, that limit you and block you. Because what we know is if you can begin to lay new thoughts, if you can begin to create new habits, and I'm going to take out the word if because it can happen. So when you begin to lay down new thoughts, when you begin to take in on new action, when you do those things, new pathways in the brain open up. The chemistry changes. We release different hormones. We release different excitotoxins, which is what it sounds like, it, the excitatory, exciting um, chemi- chemicals in our brain. We can create those changes by changing our thoughts, by changing our actions. Um, I could go on. I just I love, love, love this topic. And... Um, we're we're coming up to our commercial break, uh, but I want to let you know in our next segment, I have with me a gentleman. His name is Bill Wick, special guest, and I have to tell you of all my years as I shared 25-plus years of attending seminars and workshops and events, um, I have to tell you the work that Bill does has been my favorite. The work that Bill has, um, has put together is by far um, – I feel one of the most powerful pieces of work that I've ever been witness to. And so it is beyond my, um, my privilege to have him with us um, when we come back for our commercial break. So um, when we return, I will get to introduce you to Bill.
1: Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com. Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now.
2: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. And yes, I am your host, Prudence. I... um, I am um, so excited. I know I've said that. And uh, if you saw me right now, you know, I mentioned what what, is, what do you feel like when you're in joy? And this for me is something that brings me joy, this topic. We're talking today about when I'll call it practical science meets practical spirituality. And for me, when we talk about spirituality, I want to talk to you about it from a place of the spirit of who and what I am the spirit in who and what you are, that essence, who is that person that, um, that is wanting to make these changes. And, um, when we can apply that concept to what, what I've shared with you about our journey with our nerves and how we can recreate, um, and how we can really lay our own infrastructure of roads and freeways and thought patterns, um, we can live from that place of who we're really called to be. I I want to introduce our special guest. Um, Bill Wick is an engineer by background, and he's had his own very special um, spiritual journey. Um, He's been a um, strong, pivotal leader in, in a program called the Mankind Project, which has worked with I'm going to way underestimate the numbers, but hundreds of thousands of men who have been going through this journey of finding and connecting with their own spiritual self and who they are. And um, he's also been a part of other projects. Um, There's the, the women's programs, the Her Weekend, the Woman Within, who do similar type of work. But he is on the forefront of of helping people find this connection with who they are as, as as spiritual individuals while looking at how can we change that old thought pattern, that old mindset that's held us back. Um, so I, I don't want to wait any longer. Bill, thank you so much for joining us today on the show.
2: Oh, uh, You're welcome Prudence and, and thank you for having me and thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, it, it's, really, it's really fun to be with you and um, I think we share a lot of the same passion, so I'm excited about our conversation today.
0: Well, you know, Bill, um, why don't you share? begin by telling us a little bit about yourself and the journey, really, that led you to doing this work that you're doing today?
2: Uh, basically, my journey um, started... Uh, In 1990, uh, I had done a little work before that uh, some ACA, Adult Children of Alcoholics and things. Um, But in 1990, my brother did a hypnosis process on me. And uh, in the process, I got in touch with what I would call my higher self. I I had a connection there. Uh, You might call it intuition or whatever. Um, And I also spent about two weeks in this altered state. It was... uh, I was just exposed to all kinds of thoughts and experiences I'd never had before. And so that was like this complete, I call it my cosmic awakening, basically, um, that there was a whole lot more to this world than I ever knew. And so ever since then, I've been trying to figure out, you know, exactly what happened to me, um, how I could get back to that wonderful place. It was just a place where I felt love and... Um, Love for everybody, and in a certain level of wisdom that I never had before. Um, and so, ever since then, I've been working to figure out what that was, uh, what I could learn from it, and how I could share it with others. And I've been doing that for about twenty years now.
0: Very nice. It's um, it really is. It's amazing how once you begin to scratch the surface, it it's it's exciting. It's um, uh, what's the word? It feels like a deep exploration, especially when you—I judge, especially when I begin to ask myself questions about who I am, and um, and it's kind of that age-old question. You know, what what's my purpose? What am I here to do um, during my life? Right? Yes,
2: yes. Yeah. That's what I found in in all the reading that I did following up. Almost every spiritual discipline, you know, on the planet, every um, personal growth approach. One of the common things is, what's my purpose in life? What's my mission in life? How, and then how do I discover that and live that? Um, so, yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, and what I love is your background's actually in engineering. How do you think that that's impacted your work and how you study how you study and learn the things that you're doing?
2: Uh, what I've come to appreciate is um, I didn't think I learned much in engineering uh, that I was actually using in my life, other than... I found that I do think differently than, than a lot of other people that uh, there's something about the engineering training that um, taught me how to think in a certain way that is um, you know it's probably very left left brain sequential uh, you know built and very uh, one thing leads to another and they all work together and and actually one of the best um, experiences I had in college was computer programming and this was in the old days when, you did your own programming, there wasn't a lot of software, and I learned that you just can't tell a computer, well, just kind of do this and this and this. Um, I had to actually do step-by-step-by-step instructions, uh, and that process has really served me in in working with the inner world and working in the spiritual dimension um, by learning certain processes uh, and approaches to things that are very step-by-step and seem to work really well once. Once I've, I've got them to where um, I've got them to their essence.
0: You know, I, I love that analogy because um, I, I think what it does when we think about being able to, to explore who we are ourselves, to know that there, you can do a step by step. Process that to know that it can be practical in that way. Um, it, it can begin by asking a simple question. You know, what do I want, or who am I, or what's the thing that's bothering me? And so yeah. it, it can become a, a, a process. And and I think that makes it tangible. That means that people can use this information and not just hear about it, but they can apply it. Right?
2: A- absolutely. And 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 one of my emphasis has been to. Um get it to its most simplest form so that I can teach it to others and that they can use it, that they don't have to be some kind of uh, master psychologist to be able to do a real effective um, self-healing process or even facilitating somebody else.
0: So um, tell us a little bit about your process and and um, what you find effective like what are what are some tips that people could use, or how could they begin to maybe draw a picture more of what you're talking about?
2: Um, well, the first one, uh, and and you you did a great intro to it, is about um, how we can change our thoughts. And um, some of what you alluded to is that by changing our actions and changing coming up with more positive thoughts, we can over time change you know thoughts in our head. Um, I've also Found a way where I can do that um, in, a, in a real simple way uh, that, that I really have found to be very effective for people. And, and basically, what I find is if I treat a thought in my head as a subpersonality or as coming from a part of me, all of a sudden, it's not just a thought anymore. There's this energy, there's this being, there's this part of me that's speaking to me. And when I can listen to that uh, part of me speaking, and if I listen to it in a good way, all of a sudden those thoughts, those, that voice starts to be transformed to a real positive place. And so um, a simple act of doing active listening, what I call active listening, um, there's different words for it, but when I do active listening with a part of me or with a voice in my head or with a thought, I find that it goes to somewhere very positive, and that that transition to a positive thought um, is very often a permanent change and it changes my life in a very simple and so doing a very simple process, I get to change my life in a very good way.
0: Um, you said something and I just lost my train of thought, but it's um, talk a little bit more about. When we have this powerful thought, oh, I know what it was. When, when you were talking about um, this subpart, this, sub part, this sub personality, we really always are, whether it, whether we've really thought about it or not, when we're dialoguing in our head, we really are talking to ourselves in a way, right? Um, oh,
2: absolutely.
0: And so this when, when you're doing this process that you're describing, it's really allowing, it's almost like saying, let me then pay attention and be mindful and, and look at what I'm saying to myself and then really have a conversation. And, and, then, and then what is that conversation? So it's listening to ourselves, right? And yes. just as we would want to listen to someone else.
2: Uh, yes. And, and doing it in a very specific way so that um, we allow the conversation to go in a positive direction. Um, a lot of our impulses in a conversation with a part in our head, like when a part in my head says, you're, you're an idiot or, you know, I'm an idiot. I want to defend myself, I want to say, no, I'm not, I want to say, "Um, just shut up, or whatever it is, my normal response to that voice, Um, but but when I come at it with an active listening, I say, so I hear you think I'm an idiot, and and the part will say, yeah, I really think you're a dumb idiot, and um, sometimes I can't stand being around you, and then I feed that back, I say, so you, you think I'm an idiot and you hate being around me, and it goes, yeah, I don't like being around you when you're like this. I think you could do a whole much, a whole lot better if, if you could just do this. And then I, I feed that back. And all of a sudden, this voice that was calling me an idiot is giving me incredibly good advice about how I could be a better person. Um, and all I'm doing is feeding back what it's saying to me. I call it echo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I find that that approach, which is so unfamiliar in, in our culture to just... To actually be with even criticism and feed it back instead of arguing with it or whatever, um, I find that that approach almost inevitably leads to something very positive.
0: Wow. Well, I want to I want to step a little more um, into that approach and and discuss it. We're right at a commercial break, so I want to hold that thought. And we're gonna when we come back, we're gonna continue to talk with with our special guest Bill Wick about how how we can lay down this new groundwork how we can take a look at what's going on in our own thoughts and and begin to make the change and we'll talk a little bit more about echoing and that dialoguing with that part of ourself so when we return we'll talk with bill Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel, to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com. Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now.
2: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's one 866 613 1612 You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now back to the program.
0: Welcome back to Mindset Reset live with Prudence Ginsman. I am Prudence here with our special guest, Bill Wick. And Right before our break, we were talking about how we can begin to dialogue with that voice in our head that's calling us an idiot or calling us, you know, lazy or or fat or whatever that voice is that um, that is kind of overwhelming our thoughts a little bit. And we're talking about the process of of having a dialogue with that part of us and getting what I would call the deeper message. You know, I think when we When we are afraid of something or when we're calling ourselves a name, that there's really something underneath that. When we're, when we, um, I think ultimately we want for ourselves our best good. And when I think when fear shows up, it's usually some kind of an indicator that there's something more that we're wanting or that maybe we're about to take a bold step and fear is trying to check in with us to make sure that we're doing it in a safe way, but it comes across as a block of don't do it, don't do it. And when, Bill, you know, when we can do the process that you're talking about, we can get to the deeper truth of maybe fear for me is, 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 trying, to, is trying to show me that, you know what, you take the steps, and I'm right here to let you know if something's going to go astray. But I can't hear it past the first block thought of I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. Right, I mean that's what you're talking about with this with the echoing process is getting to that deeper truth of what the what the message in our own head is trying to tell us.
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely, is to get past that initial uh, negativity, um, and where it's trying. Where and, and normally that negativity and that negative impact is the part trying to get our attention in some way, and that's the way they get our attention. That's what they've learned, you know, through the years on how to get our attention, and then. By, by once giving it our attention in a good way and actually listening, then all of a sudden the part is able to go to a deeper level about what it really wants to say to us.
0: Mm. Well, and I, I wonder then, as we're learning how to communicate more deeply with those parts of us that, that, that we thought were limiting us, I mean, it, then it by default is naturally drawing us into a deeper understanding of who we are. We can have a dialogue on a different level with ourselves.
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and once once you get to that more positive side of it, um, there's a, there's a second part where you can you know do a, what I call positive intent. Is that every part uh, of me, no matter how negative the voice may be initially, uh, it has a positive intent, uh, and that's I found that over and over. And there's some some approaches that, you know, hold that as um, one of their basic fundamental premises is that every part of us, no matter how negative they may seem, has a positive intent. And so if I get to that positive intent, all of a sudden, not only do I realize it, but the part realizes it too. And it can take on a new behavior in my life, a new role in my life. And in that way, instead of having this negative energy or this shadow or this darkness that's always been with me, all of a sudden I have this ally. I have this light, this transformed energy that is now helping me instead of uh, holding me back.
0: Now, let me ask you this, um, and it's kind of taking a, a little spin on it, but is there a point where where we should honor like that part of us that maybe went through... Um, A bad experience or honor that part that holds the fear, honor the part and just kind of sit with that, um, with that energy in honoring it. Or is it always about, I just saw an article that was talking about, you know, why do I always have to be happy? Like, what's this push for everyone to be happy? And is that real? Or can I just be me? I mean, I is there a place to kind of sit with that? Or or are we sitting with that by honoring it and saying, I really recognize what you're trying to do for my life, and I can now see you through these new set of, of lenses?
2: Uh, that's, that's one part of the process, and the process can unfold either in a short time or in a longer, you know, longer period. Um, but absolutely, one of the steps in this process. And and again, you know, like I related to the computer programming, there may be like eight steps in this whole process. One of them is to honor the part, honor what they've been through, and honor how they've kept you alive and and kept you safe um, over the years by doing what they're doing, even though it may seem negative right now and it may not be working anymore. Um, uh, So honoring the part and, and acknowledging it, And even just spending time with it is real productive, and and, and it's a real positive thing.
0: You know, I I use this example, actually, in my book about how, you know, when we're a child and we're told not to talk to strangers, um, that's a protective mechanism. That's a protective thing that that we learn so that we're, you know, not putting ourselves in harm's way. But as adults, especially as someone who... um, Is someone who maybe has a business or is in sales or is you know wanting to build a relationship or meet someone, there's a certain level of Having to know that it's okay to meet strangers, but now you have to filter it through an educated adult mind of what's the right stranger to introduce yourself to. So when we start out with this thought of no strangers, no strangers, no strangers, but when it comes to trying to run a business and you need customers who are inevitably going to be strangers, you have to kind of change that dialogue of what it is to meet someone you don't know, right?
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Now, um, tell me, Bill. About so when we do this, how does it? Do we know it sticks? Do we know how do we know this is creating some kind of a lasting change? How do we? What What does that look like? And, and um, I don't know. What, how would you describe any of that?
2: Yeah, I, I had I had a process um, where I was working with um, a friend of mine, and and she was she was struggling with just some you know negativity, and and um, so we just sat out. Uh, had a little lunch, you know, out on this table, out on the street, basically. Uh, and we're talking, and, and that's what I like about this process is, is I can do it. I don't have to be into some kind of, you know, therapist's office or anything like that. I can do it over lunch. Um, and she was talking about the voice in her head that, that told her she was an idiot and that don't even get out of bed, you know, it's not worth it. You know, it's, it's um, You know, it's not worth you getting out of this bed. It's not worth you being in this life. And, and so I had her um, just listen to the voice, and all her impulses were to argue about it or to start crying or whatever it was, and I just kept her on, on, on point and say, now repeat back what it said. Repeat back what it said. And she did this about four or five times, repeat back what it said, and it got to a fairly positive piece. And then we simply asked that voice what it wanted, and we took a couple more steps in that direction and all of a sudden, the voice, it just changed. It got very bright and just kind of floated away. Hmm. And she called me the next day, and she said, instead of that negative voice that she always woke up to, there were these three little angels saying, come on, get out of bed. We're ready. You know, hmm. let's go do this and this. And, nice. and then I talked to her six months later, and she says, I still have those three little angels in my head getting me up every morning. Nice. Um So for her, it was a permanent change, and it made a huge difference. Uh, It was this wasn't just a short time problem she was having; it was almost defined her life. Uh, And that simple process allowed her to uh, have that transformed. And um, she raves about it even till today. You know, even till
0: yeah it's amazing those those things that we don't even know are there, and all of a sudden we're able to reveal it and have that dialogue and and the profound change um, that it can create you know I want to share bill with um, with our guest and we're not just talking about you're not just doing this work with you know people sign up and come to a retreat and and want to come and do some personal work you're doing this as well in prisons, and yeah. you've been yeah. doing this in prisons for years, including Folsom prison. Uh-huh. just do you mind sharing a little bit of what that experience is like because we're not talking about this is just for for anyone that's that you know maybe is has a great wonderful life or that's had some challenges we're talking about people who've had some really major challenges or things in their lives um, and to the point of being in prison because of it I, I'm just I would love for you to share a little bit about your experience with that
2: um, yeah it's it, uh... It's hard for me to even know where to start and then even worse where to stop when I'm talking about um, <laughs> the, the prison work um, uh, I actually consider it one of the, the one of the most wonderful privileges and honors that I've ever had is to be able to go into that world and what i what I really like about working with the men in prison is is theres something about them that's different from the people on the outside and and the the way I um, describe it is when I'm working with a man in prison, it, it's like working with a walnut um, where once you can get past the shell, there's mm. this beautiful fruit in the center, you know, mm. and it's, it's, it, there's this really, really strong protection, but once that opens, um, it, it's right there, and, and whether it's a precious little boy or this most loving man, there's just something about the men in prison where it's more clear-cut their armor and their protection, and then what's inside. And working with people on the outside, it's more like peeling an onion. You know, mm-hmm. there's little progress, little progress, little progress. Um, so it, in prison, everything seems uh, more clear and simple. And they've also taught me what works and what doesn't work. What What's a bunch of words and what's a bunch of show and what really works and, and can help these men, you know, find that... <clears throat> inside of the walnut and discover it for themselves.
0: That's um, beautiful.
2: And, and so um, it, I, I think it, I've talked to all, only people in prison that do work with prison prisoners understand that in some way these men can be the, the most loving and lovable people that you'll ever run into. Um, mm. and, and that's just a unique experience I've, I've had nowhere else.
0: That's fascinating um, I yeah I can only I can only imagine i've I've had opportunity to hear some of your stories about some of the experiences and um, i I can see excuse me, I can see how even I, I know what I get when I'm working with someone and facilitating someone and they have those moments and they have that deeper awareness of themselves and I know the insight and the growth I gain I can only imagine being there in that environment, in that situation, and, and in so many ways, probably you learn just as much about yourself as they learn about themselves going through the process.
2: Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I've learned more about myself, um, especially in the early days of Folsom, where some of the situations almost seemed life and death, where in that moment I get to find out who I am, you know, when mm. things are really tense um, or something happens that, you um, you know, I've never experienced before, and and it can seem incredibly scary. I, I get to find out who I am in that moment, and and uh, I treasure those times.
0: Wow. Um, so, Bill, what's I, our time is is really just about up. But what's one nugget that you can give to our listeners? One nugget that they could take home and begin to to work on for themselves today in um, in connecting with themselves in that way.
2: Um, yeah, I would say really simply that every time you hear a voice in your head is simply, um, put yourself in a relaxed place, uh, and, and if you can, discipline yourself to simply feed back what you're hearing to the voice and to let go of all the impulses to argue or defend yourself or whatever and just do echo and do, do that about five, six or seven times. And see where it goes. And I, I, just, I think that that one skill um, can can change your life. Um, and it, and, it, and it can be that simple. There's a couple more steps you can add to it as you go. Uh, and um, maybe that'll be for another time. But for now, I think that's it's a huge piece that uh, we can all use. Um, and 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 not only use it for voices in your head. You can use it for your children. Use it for um, people at work. That echoing and active listening with people, I think, is the one skill <clears throat> that is prob- probably 80% of the success of e- being a parent, being um, somebody at work, being a facilitator, or just loving yourself. It's to me the the best thing you can learn.
0: Well, and without using the same word, except I'm going to use the same word you just said, is really it shows that we're listening. So if I'm yeah. talk even if I'm talking to myself, and I can and I can echo back to myself what I just said and hear it for myself, I'm listening to myself, I'm listening to my child, I'm listening to my colleague um, when I can really give back that information and not add to it, not put my own spin, just to to give it back and let them create and, and come with that next statement that leads to the to the deeper understanding, the deeper truth of what's really trying to be communicated.
2: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: Bill, sure. thank you so much for your time. Um, it's always a, a, a privilege to get to be with you. Um, I know Bill and I have talked about, and I'm, I'm hoping at some point to bring Bill back out um, to maybe do uh, a workshop for us here. And, um, and I know, Bill, that there's many things for you and I still to, to keep exploring together. So I look forward to doing that with you.
2: I would love to do that with
0: you, Yeah. So, when we come back from our last commercial break, um, we will kind of do a wrap up and I will share with you this week's Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge. So, we'll be right back.
1: Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel, to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com. Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now.
2: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World or Android Market.
1: You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program.
0: Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I'm your host, Prudence, and... I I know I say this and you hear it probably on other people's shows too. The the truth is it goes really fast, and um, we are at the end of our show. I I know that when we talk about these things, when when you begin to hear about this idea that we can change our We can literally change our chemistry, our thinking patterns, our the way the nerves run, the way the nerves connect. We can literally change them by just the way we think. I want you you to think about that for a second. We can literally change our nerves, our chemistry, by the way we think and i'm not just saying this there's if you go out and you google you will begin to find article upon article about this thing called neuroplasticity how the moldable the brain is and how moldable and 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 how we can recreate nerves in our brain we didn't even tap into you know the idea that we it used to be thought you know when you're doing one thing it just focuses in one area of the brain but we use all of our brains even when we talk about is somebody right brain or somebody left brain we're using all of our brain even if somebody is in a more linear let's say analytical process the other side of the brain is still lighting up we are the brain does so much more than than what we in the past really understood or gave it credit for in some ways it's also i think about when it, it's a whole new discovery you know we used to really think those things about the brain because we didn't have all the information now we have more information it's just like saying the, the world is flat, and now we know it's round because now we have more information. And so there's a real science of, of what's happening out there. So the beauty is is that if we can change our thoughts, if I can begin to dialogue with myself and see what it is I really want, see what it is that the message is really trying to give me, just as Bill described in, in the process, what it is the message is trying to give me, and what it is that... Um, I'm how I'm wanting to show up in my life, that spirit and essence of who I am and how I want to be in the world. And if I can mirror those sentiments and continue to mirror that and feel that within myself, I am creating that change within my mind so that when I wake up in the morning, the first thoughts running through my head aren't about as ho- how bad my day is going to be or or where I'm running off to or, or, oh my gosh, I have to meet with that person and I just don't really want to. The thoughts begin to shift to, oh my gosh, I can make this an amazing day. My day is going to be amazing. I always have amazing days. I know that whatever conversation I'm going to have today is really going to lead to something that maybe to some new opportunity or some some new project or some new thing that I enjoy if if you can feel even in the dialogue that they feel different and when we begin to do that over and over we change that thought pattern and and we can then direct the ship a little bit easier for ourselves Um, If you're not aware, I do have a book called Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice. And in that book, I really wanted to give people the place to begin to lay out this new thought structure, the new thought pattern place, and to give you a way to do that. And if you go to my website, mindsetreset.com, you can find the book there. You can find it on Amazon, and you can find it on Barnes and Noble. And if if you're sitting back and going, I want to try some of this out, that's a way, one way you can tap into it. You can also reach out to me at at askprudenceatmindsetreset.com. This week's Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge. And what I mean by that is I want to give you this tool. I want to give you a piece of the process so that you can start doing your work and then reach out to me. So I want to hear your results. I want to hear the Mindset Reset aha moments that you have. So this week's Mindset Reset Weekly Challenge is I want you to find one thought. We've been talking about that one voice, the one thought that maybe plays over and over. Just find one thought. Make it simple of the first one or or whichever thought is just coming forward. I trust the one that's coming forward is the one that's maybe wanting to pay us to pay attention to right now. And begin to begin to dialogue with that part Doing Whether it's doing the echo process that Bill shared with us of asking it, you know, and just echoing back what its sentiments are, what it's saying to you, whether it's journaling and dialoguing with the part in that way. Um, but what is that one thought that you can begin to shift that will help make an impact in your life? And then reach out. Let us know. Share, share it so that we can help be that support along the journey. Because really, that's, that's when we can take it to a whole nother level, when we have that support and people surrounding us in that way. I want to thank you so much for being a part of, of our show today. I want to thank, completely thank um, Bill Wick, who, um, if you haven't figured it out by now, who I, I very much admire and, um, and find his work to be incredible Uh, in what he's doing out there to help people really find that deeper sense of who they are. And I really want to honor you for taking the time to listen to the show and to take the time for yourself to take on the challenge, take on that challenge of beginning to explore what is that thought that you're wanting to reshape, reframe, that, that mindset reset That you're wanting to have to explore in a new way something that you thought always was supposed to be and now you're learning and you're getting new information when you thought the world was flat and now the world is round and those moments we can have um, by beginning to look at what we want Um, I will end you with one parting thought you are the conductor of your own train of thought I'm going to say it again you are the conductor of your own train of thought so you might as well pick the tracks that you want your train to run on and with that I wish for you an amazing amazing journey an amazing day thank you so much for being a part of our show and until next time abundant blessings to you
1: Congratulations on your decision to start living your someday dreams today. Mark your calendar to join Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman each Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. Remember, you can embrace the power of your mind to create the dreams of your heart. And it begins right now.